Yo, what up? Welcome to another episode of the Oakland Warriors podcast. I'm Patrick, and I'm joined by Aram in Toronto. What's up, Aram? <laughs> How's it going? This was, uh, man, the, I, I feel like I'm in an instant react video uh, because uh, this is the first time I've been on a, after a playoff game. Uh, I've joined the, the pod a few times, but, you know, regular season. This is different, man. This is different. Yeah. And uh, all of these games have been hella late. Um, and I've, I've, I've missed parts of the first two games. So this is the first one that I got to see cause I had to work. And, uh, this is the first one I got to see in its entirety and man, I wanted this one so bad. Yeah. 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 Um, I mean, I can, I can sense the, the palpable, uh, energy <laughs> emanating <laughs> yeah. from, from the computer screen right now, as I look at you, but the Warriors Am I talking too fast, <laughs> <laughs> the Warriors, they beat the Mavs 109, 100 in Dallas. They have a three Oh lead. And, uh, that, that, that second half, man, like that second half, just that felt like old school Warriors basketball. You know what I mean? And, and, and I think you can even rewind it a little bit to the second quarter because they were playing like, I mean, they couldn't make any shots. Um, that second unit just hadn't had nothing going for them. Um, I think they were, I, I don't know what they were down, but I think they were down at least nine at, at some point Steph came in and kind of just like clawed them back with, he had that little kind of a, uh, he, he and Wiggins had a little nine Oh run or eight Oh run and it, and it got them, you know, right back into it and to the point where they had a one point lead at halftime. And that was just like, and, and you know, we were, we were talking to be like, Hey, this might be a Steph game. You know, mm-hmm. he came out with a lot of focus and, and fire and man, you, you love to see that. Right. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I texted you. I was like, man, I really, really hope that this is one of those classic Steph Curry games because this team really needs it. Uh, he needs it. And I mean, me personally, I need a fan. <laughs> yeah, we you know? needed. <laughs> we we needed something to make us feel like everything is is okay in a way. And uh, that that second quarter that you're alluding to was exactly that. And you know, it felt like in once they kind of had a lead, you know, anywhere from like six to ten, it felt like Steph had kind of figured something out. I don't know. He just mm-hmm. seemed to be like playing his game and just he had like a nice relaxed tempo and you know he's going at his own pace like just baiting people to guard his three and getting to the bucket and all this stuff i i, I feel like really confident because he feels really confident you know yeah yeah there I, I i it's hard to say it's a maturation but you know they've been out of the playoffs for a few years and mm-hmm. the last time we saw them in you know, in the late dynasty or previous one was, you know, they had KD. So hey, that, it was kind that, of like that, the, that might be the mid dynasty when it's yes, all yes, at, at this point, <laughs> it, this is, we, we, we might be in late dynasty right now or second dynasty. Um, but, uh, beginning of another one, but, um, yeah, I mean, we, we haven't seen him control the game like this and it's been really, really cool to see because, you know, I think part of it is Dallas doesn't have uh rim protection so he can, if he can get out of that double team, he can kind of get into the lane without mm-hmm. much, you know, repercussions. So, but, yeah. but just to see that level of control, I feel the same way. I mean, you know, they've been, they've been, the second unit has been really good uh, up until today, but you know, today, I, most of the playoffs in, in the past, you'd be like, you're just waiting for Steph. And, and the same is kind of like 
here we go. When he comes back in, we're going to see some control. Like, and it's different because in the past it was kind of like, you know, your, 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 your curry flurries or whatever you want to call it, mm-hmm. which is kind of just like, a, just an all out assault. But this is just like really measured, really mm-hmm. controlled. And in that way, it's mature. Yeah. Yeah. Like surgical is the word that, that I was thinking of. Like, when the Mavs made a tiny bit of a run early fourth quarter, I was like, okay, uh, just survive these minutes until Steph comes back in. Obviously, his usual fourth quarter minutes start during the regular season at six, but in the playoffs, it's more like eight. So mm-hmm. they brought him in, I think, maybe like eight and a half. And I was like, thank God. You know, like <laughs> all of a sudden, I felt much better because the way he had been playing. I mean, We've seen still all-star level Steph this season, but of course he's had like his worst uh, three-point shooting since his like first or second year this year. But this was normal Steph. This is like veteran Steph. This is the Steph that remember when the Warriors lost to the Spurs uh, in the 2014 playoffs or 2013 mm-hmm. playoffs actually. Um, it, the the surgical nature that Tim Duncan would just dice up. A team, yeah, you know, the Warriors yeah. in that case. Yeah. That's what this felt like to me. And so I always look for those and I always appreciate those moments because our whole like lives, our formative lives, it was always somebody else on the other team who would like surgically yeah. <laughs> just like dice us up or be like, Okay, you know what? Enough of this. Uh I'm you know, Kobe Bryant says I'm gonna take uh I don't know, Mookie Blaylock for the whole, you know what I mean? Uh, <laughs> so that was that was uh super reassuring and did, did you have any worries at the end there when they were oh, playing kind of like yeah. the, the the four four corners offense they got a couple of buckets but then all of a sudden it was like okay all right you know like score you know like it, they had slowed down their effort and their tempo so much that it was just like our lead is not that big you know it's not 20 yeah. 25 it's like 11 the, well, the one the one that that like killed me was uh i think they went up by 11 uh um i think it was maybe like 150 to go or something like that and then luca just walked down they didn't guard him and he hit a three and it's just like gosh i was like i was like what are you doing (laughs) it was just like this kind of like you know they have this thing like they came out with a lot of focus but they have their their focus and attention wanes at times and and they get a little bit lackadaisical both on offense and on defense. And that was one Absolutely. of those cases where just like, come on. <laughs> like, and, you know, it made it an eight-point game. There was a timeout. Um, and then I think, yeah, and the, and the Mavericks eventually cut it to five, right? Right, <laughs> right. before that that uh, that pool three. Mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. Uh, man, pool, he made two shots. Uh, and he But he made two big threes. Um yep. Yeah, and Clay did not shoot well, but he had those. He had about three really clutch buckets in the third in the third quarter. And uh, but we're not here to talk about the guys that struggled. You know, we've buried the lead a little bit. I mean, of course, Steph is always the the guy who 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 you know stirs the drink. But man, Maple Jordan, wow, 
And I don't know yeah. if you know, uh, I'm I'm able to do this pod tonight because I have a holiday tomorrow. Uh, it's a it's a national holiday up here in Canada, so uh, Victoria Day. So in in honor of uh, of a national holiday, <laughs> Maple Jordan Day <laughs> tonight. He was incredible. He was incredible. I was saying to you that dunk uh, should like absolutely not be an offensive foul just on principle. Like the degree right. of difficulty, how far he jumped out, just the like yeah. athleticism. Um, oh, it was amazing. That was amazing. Yeah. And on replays, it was clear that, you know, like he didn't even chicken wing him. He didn't like, you know, fend him off with his, uh, free hand and yeah, he just don't jumped over him. <laughs> yeah. And then like, you know, like, you know, his, his arm actually went into Luka Doncic's like armpit or something. And then Luka just kind of like flipped his head back. And I was like, oh, thank God for challenges. Because if that didn't count. Like, that's just a travesty, right? Like, you're saying on yeah. principle. Like, that was the nastiest dunk I've ever seen Wiggins do. And he's had a few this year, right? There was the mm-hmm. couple on Carl Anthony Towns early in the first Minnesota game, uh, end of 2021. And then there was that nasty one. There you know, several more during the season. But, like, that one against uh, – uh, what's his name? Um, the oh, dude on Brandon the, Clark, that one? Yeah, on Brandon yeah. Clark. Was that, and yeah. that, was, that was right after – that was the game where Gary Payton the second got hurt and he totally yeah. like, just like mean mugged and flexed and everything. And on this dunk, he was already like scowling as he was about to go up over Luka Doncic. It's like in slow motion, he saw him and he was like, <laughs> Oh hell no, I'm about to wreck you. And he just went up and like threw down so hard and then just like flexed and faced the, the crowd and was just like, yelling or something like just making noise or whatever i i'm i'm bummed there was a foul call because i wanted to see that celebration continue right i wanted it's like you know see the mavs call a timeout or see like the warriors bench and everybody just like congratulate him and everything i'm impressed and he also had that you know put back follow-up dunk that was off of a missed i think a miss draymond green shot soon after and he had he's talked about this. He's had a couple of those. There was one in the Denver game in a Denver game where uh, I think the one they lost where that would have maybe helped them win, but he He almost had a tip dunk. Yeah. And I think there was another one in against Memphis. So that was the one that was it. And I was like, Oh, did he just do that? Cause I'm not (laughs) used to Wiggins executing so consistently man and no. then he hit his three free throws in the fourth quarter yes <laughs> you know he was incredible he was incredible all game like he's picking up luca like you know he's not totally you know all up in him all up in his uniform the whole full court but like that he's he's just running the whole game he's got a bum ankle he had a double double tonight it was a playoff career high man he 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 was great and and really you know mentioned the guys that were not playing very well um or not shooting very well and Steph and Wiggins they they just really carried carried the entire team and it was it was great and three up 3-0 this is looking really really promising uh you know hopefully they can wrap this up get some rest uh let the other teams beat each other up um (laughs) yeah I man man this was this was a great one this was a great one and it's so and it's so nice to see the the team back so you know you know, actually, I, I wanted to ask you, um, you know, in that 
like I mentioned that part where Luca walked into a three Brunson mm-hmm. hit like a little thing in the lane and it was down to five. And I think at that point I was like, come on guys, you do it. Were you, <laughs> were you really yelling at, at home? Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like earlier in the second half, like the kids are asleep and I, I was like yelling at the TV and I hear like, dunk, 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 like my wife going to close their door. Um, and, uh, and then after the game, I was like, they won. And she's like, you know, you're too hard on them. I'm like, <laughs> Am, I think, I think that's true. I think that's true. I, I, I feel like, uh, you know, winning is hard and, uh, this team is, is something special in that they have this championship past. Um, they're not as dominant as that team in the past. And so, you know, it's hard to reconcile that what they were in the past uh, as an older team who mm-hmm. hasn't felt this for a couple of years, has a whole bunch of new dudes who's never been here before. So, yeah, maybe maybe we are. Well, maybe I am too hard on them. I don't want to implicate you in this. You can uh, you can uh, <laughs> do your own mea culpa. But uh, it's it's great to see. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, all fans are hard on their team, right? It's like Steph, he hits some crazy three and we're like happy, but then he takes that ridiculous half court like, <laughs> heat check three and you're like, yeah. why? Why, man? Like, you know, like that allowed a long rebound, Spencer Dinwiddie yeah. to go down the court, you know, and uh, yep. I think he got fouled or something and yep. he had both free throws. So, you know, like it's it's the uh, ups and downs. I just want to talk about Wiggins again right quick because I can't. I can't get enough. The fact that he actually hit four out of five free throws, he had 11 boards, 27 points and he played 40 minutes. I mean, I mean, you said he's not picking up Luca full court, but like he is, he's like giving him a lot of different looks, you know? And, and, and and really bothering him on those, those kind of like those little fadeaways in the lane. He, there was a few times where he kind of like does a double challenge where he gets one arm up Mm -hmm. and then Luca fades and then he gets another arm up and it's like, and he bothers him for sure. Yeah. And it's like, you know, he's probably watched enough tape on it to know some of his moves. I think a lot of guys have, I mean, like literally like (laughs) outside of Steph, like the two guys who are pulling their weight, like, you know, Western conference finals, MVP, Andrew Wiggins or Kavon Looney. Like who, who are you gonna pick? You know, like, and even Looney, man, like they they fouled him like at least two or three times when he got the ball under the basket, like wrapped him up. They're like, he's not yeah. getting any more like dunks or layups, and they sent him to the line, and he was three for four. You can't really ask for more than that. And in terms of Jordan Poole, the trend in the last two series was like he would have three good games and then have a stinker. So he made it yeah. through through two games. I don't yeah. I don't think this was so much what the, the Mavericks did in terms of adjusting to him. I think he just had an off night. But again, I'm the the Mavericks shot terribly overall. I mean, Re, Reggie Bullock, zero for ten, zero for seven from three, a bum yeah. shoulder after getting five stitches under his eye. And but the Warriors, man, like you said, the fact that Clay didn't shoot well. Otto Porter Jr. went out after playing only seven minutes. Jordan Poole shot, barely shot. He only shot four times, and they were all three-pointers. Yeah. And they still they still won, like, relatively comfortably, right? Like, this team is, like, rounding into, into form, right? Like I, I said before the series, if it's the good Warriors, they could take this in five. If it's, like, 
if they have a couple stinkers and show the bad warriors who start, start slow, lack of focus, lazy, shoot poorly, settle for threes all the time, then it could go six. But the fact that there's nobody in the lane, it's just, I mean, mm-hmm. this matchup is, is turning out to be pretty, pretty good for us, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, you can see you can see the the Mavericks having just one of those games where, you know, they make 20, 25 three pointers or something like that. And and uh, but but the 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 way that they're playing, you know, we also forget that, you know, Steph missed all the end of the regular season, like people hadn't played together. And, you know, they're they're they are peaking at the right time. And, um, you know, they were a little bit disorganized with you know, Porter went out. So their kind of rotations were a little bit messed up getting Moody back in there. He played great on Friday, but tonight he was still a little bit kind of like running around uh, with his rotations. So, you know, yeah. there's still some time to get these things figured out a little bit and we'll see. I mean, you know, playoff playoff rotations always get scrambled a little bit, but like who, who, who can, you know, stay in the game, <laughs> you know what I mean? And benches mm-hmm. get shorter. The NBA playoff action is nonstop at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. This week, new customers can bet just $5 on any team to win and get $150 in free bets if they do. Looking to turn a small bet into a big payday during the NBA playoffs? With DraftKings Same Game Parlays, you can do just that. Create your own parlay by combining multiple bets like which team will win, total made threes, total rebounds and more, and boom, you have a shot at an even bigger payout. Right now, all customers can place the same game parlay with three or more legs and get a free bet back up to $25 if one leg doesn't hit. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now, use promo code TBPN, bet $5 on any NBA team to win their game, and get $150 in free bets if they do. That's promo code TBPN, only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Yeah, I'm, I man, I don't know what to say. This is uh, we're we're so close to another finals, and that and that like big picture wise, like that's incredible. That's incredible because yeah. you know I don't think people wrote this team off per se. Uh, some people did. Um, not but, I. Uh, not I. <laughs> John Hollinger, and, uh, <laughs> Nate Duncan, and a bunch of other yeah, Nate Duncan. I think you picked the Mavs in five or six. Yeah, yeah. I hope they close this out in Dallas. I hope they don't take that for granted because maybe it's a gentleman's sweep just like Denver, but I just want them to get rest. You know what I mean? I want Otto, yep. Otto Porter Jr. to be ready because you need that dude in the finals, whether it's Miami or Boston. We saw a JTA in there and I was hopeful. You know, I was hopeful, but uh, he, you know, once he did that, he had that turnover where he drove, where he got the ball. Like it wasn't a layup per se, but he was in the paint. But he just kicked it out to I forgot who it was, and and Reggie Bullock just was standing right there yeah. and like stepped yeah. one step to his side and like stole the ball. I was like, don't don't do that, man. Like that is the uh, a lot of dudes like JTA, Damian Lee, Draymond. They they do that. But like seeing that just nonstop, it, it's it's killer, man. You gotta, you yeah. gotta. I I am very loyal to JTA. I love the guy, and he was doing his best Draymond yeah. impersonation in those like five minutes where he was just like there was there was like like one of his first plays. He had an open lane. I mean, there was maybe somebody at the at the rim. Maybe it was like Bertans or something. But you were in the dunk competition, like <laughs> going like. 
dunk on that guy. And then he did the like Draymond get in the lane, pass it out. And it was just like, oh, God, I want to believe. It. But uh, hey, you know, I mean, he he hasn't played much. Um, maybe there's a little bit of jitters and this is a good opportunity. But yeah, I don't want to stretch this out. I The guys need rest. The top end players are, you know, they all need rest. So the sooner we can do this, the better and um, scheme up for the next round. Let me let me ask you, since I have you on this episode, not to uh, get too far ahead, but just out of curiosity, like if you had to pick the Celtics or the Heat, who would you pick? Oh, yeah, I've been having a hard time with this one. I think the Celtics are a worse matchup, um, mm-hmm. but I think the Heat have more experience, so that also makes you worried. Um so, you know, I, I mean, I so what I mean is I think the Warriors could capitalize on the relative inexperience of the Celtics. They have some experienced players, but their top end players are not experienced in that way. And, you know, if Lowry was, uh, you know, hobbled or compromised, he looked OK last night. And uh, I I'm, I just don't like <laughs> I don't like playing that guy. So but I, I think I would choose the heat i would think i would choose the heat um i think mm-hmm. marcus smart caused a lot of problems and uh you know he also hurt our guy so <laughs> i don't want to yeah. see that again yeah i definitely want the heat not because i i picked that was my preseason pick uh heat warriors uh oh. but also because i think in that series steph steph would be clearly the best player and I like having mm-hmm. the best player. Uh, I think in general, Steph is still better than Jason Tatum, but there mm-hmm. can definitely be games where Tatum is the best player. So yeah. I would prefer the Heat. I mean, we get home court versus either yep. team. And that's huge. But uh, like you said, Marcus Smart, he worries me a little bit, you know, just in terms of defense, Jalen Brown, like the athleticism of that team bothers me. Yeah, I mean, I, I agree with you. The matchup with the Celtics, you know, you could look at it as like the veterans on Miami, but also you could look at it as like, okay, it's kind of more of a known quantity. Mm-hmm. And where the Celtics, you're not sure. They might explode. They might all of a sudden turn into like the greatest team in the world and find their footing. But, no. you know, is there any part of you that is worried about blowing in a 3-0 lead? Uh of course, uh, <laughs> because I'm an old school Warriors fan and there's always a chance. Um, generally, I would say no, because, you know, I don't I just don't think this Mavericks team is talented enough. Yeah. Um, you know, Dinwiddie and Brunson were quite good tonight. Dinwiddie really kept them in the game. Uh, and Brunson, man, he's like a you can't stop that guy when he's in the lane. I mean, at least, at least we can't, you know, like he, he's like yeah. a, he's like a nineties center, but he's six feet tall. Right? Yeah. And he he's six feet tall or whatever, but he's so stout and yeah. he has moves like, like so you said, many moves up moves or like just pivots. And like, he does this thing where he just like goes like 360 degrees on his pivot foot and then gets under your arm and then goes in for a layup. So uh yeah he's a he's he's a, he's a dangerous guy yeah i don't i don't see it happening <laughs> of course i don't yeah. think anybody sees it happening that the mavs come back on this but uh you know there's always that that, that small incremental 
fear <laughs> that uh, that we as uh, Warriors fans have. Like it's that fear that when that lead got down to five points, it was like. Uh, this is where the series turns. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this is this is the the Draymond uh, yeah. uh, that that pivotal moment from 2016, or this is like Steph throwing his mouthpiece. You know, <laughs> like, yeah. Well, that's the thing too. It just you know, as great as this team has been for, especially for the the old school Warriors fans, like we remember that one horrible collapse and i just hate every time they show like an infographic they'll be like uh warriors under curve 14 and one uh in <laughs> such and such situations 2016 finals it's just like, Shut <laughs> up. stop just stop just stop talking about that like we know we know what the one loss is you know? or like every time there's a promo for the finals or the playoffs and they show like the greatest plays and then they show uh lebron blocking andre oh. or they show yeah. lebron holding the trophy i'm just like we need a steph signature moment we need a steph finals mvp um and then that's it like like no more no more of this nonsense after giving up the gentleman's sweep in denver uh to denver and having that 55 point deficit and 39 point blowout at the hands of the memphis grizzlies it would be impressive to me if they shut it down, if they close this in four, right? Mm -hmm. Because Mm -hmm. both those games or both those instances were games where they just kind of like, to some extent, coasted one more than the other, of course. Mm -hmm. But to just lock this down, to know that they have this team done, that they can just wrap this up. And when they fly back to the Bay, they're just going home. They're not doing anything else. They're not prepping for the next game. And especially with the one day off, right? Like all of a sudden it's like, oh, great, sweep. You know, we only had to play, you know, uh, four games on that schedule. And then they would get like a chunk of time and and heal up. Especially since both the Heat and the Celtics, they have some bumps and bruises. um, Yeah, let's see that series go seven. But, you know, I I mean, I've been wrong in the previous series where I'm like, yeah, they know. They smell it. They smell blood in the water. It's time. They're going to be so focused. Uh, and, you know, there's been a couple of uh, missteps. But I'm going to say it again. I think I, I, I think they feel it. They smell blood in the water. They're ready to go. They're ready to sweep this. So they're ready to close this out, and they're going to do it. Well, today's game showed me a little bit of that, you know? Like, they yeah. came in, and then, like I said earlier, like, the confidence that I have in the way Steph is playing right now, he, you know, he, he's, he's playing with a certain uh, flair that we haven't seen from him too much definitely didn't see it much versus the Grizzlies when you know they were just clogging up the lane and beating everyone up so I mean again I've said this before like as good as Luca is as great as he is everybody else is such a level below that you can just you know like oh they're being more physical yeah but the Mavericks being more physical is not the same as the Grizzlies just playing the normal game you know they don't have these high flyers these athletic strong dudes who are just beating you up on the inside and it's funny right uh did we do a post trade deadline episode did i do yeah, that yeah we you? did yeah 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 and I, I remember saying something about the the Przingis, Bertans, <laughs> dinwiddie trade it was kind of like a, a a whatever but i was like you know like i think I, I was like hey that's a that's a decent trade because you get rid of Przingis for all the obvious reasons but then you get dinwiddie who replaces Tim Hardaway Jr. as that other scoring guard. And 
you get Bertons who can shoot. And then I listened to a couple other random podcasts and they were just like making fun of this trade <laughs> saying yeah, like Bertons yeah. and Dinwiddie, they suck. And, uh, and, and there is a part of me that feels a uh, uh, sense of, uh, of pride that I was like, Oh, okay. Yeah. That, that was a good trade. For that. Well, I, I, I think on that episode, I was the, uh, the person who was like, what is Dallas doing? <laughs> <laughs> so, I, you know, well, Cool, man. Uh, thanks for, for coming on late and happy uh, National Canada Day. What is it? Yeah, yeah Victoria Day. Yeah. Victoria my, Day. My, yeah, my kid who's like, who's Victoria? Well, like some a, a queen at some point. You, you think like Andrew Wiggins had Victoria Day like in his mind? He's like, yeah, I'm doing this for, Vic, for Victoria Day. <laughs> Obviously. Oh, Canada. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> all right man thanks for coming on this has been another episode of the oakland warriors podcast be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcast feel free to hit me up on twitter at patrick epino epino or at oakland warriors you can find aram on twitter at aram collier a-r-a-m-c-o-l-l-i-e-r check out our youtube channel youtube.com slash oakland warriors check us out at oaklandwarriors.com and be sure to tell your fellow warrior fan friends to tune in and listen the oakland warriors podcast is produced by national film society and is a part of the basketball podcast network and if you're so inclined please do leave us a five-star rating on apple podcasts and or spotify and leave us a nice review on apple podcasts and that would be hugely helpful that's it Music in this episode provided by Paper Sun. Special thanks to Paul Amardo for production support. See you next time, and go Dubs.